Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Lion Media presents the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kevin Waits again, and I'd like to welcome you to a new episode of Safe Conversation with Kevin Waits, where we really unpack our bags, we chop it up, and we talk about things that impact us all. Things like culture, race, sex, uh, food, skin. Nothing is off limits, nothing is off the table, but we do this with the hopes of somehow finding a way to move forward together. Thank you for listening across the country. Thank you for listening in 13, uh, 14, well, 15 uh, other countries now, but I appreciate you listening. And like I always say, as long as you keep listening, me and my guests are going to keep talking. And so this week, like many other weeks, I'm extremely happy uh, to welcome my guests. Uh, Ms. Tamika Clark, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You glad to be here? I am definitely glad to be here. Hey, listen, I- We've been dealing with some some uh, weather issues and technology mm-hmm. issues, but we found a way to make it happen. So I'm I'm glad and I'm excited about the conversation we're about to have. So if you can start out by telling the listening audience a little bit about yourself, your family, your background, education, experience, whatever it is you think the listening audience needs to know. Well, my name is Tamika Clark Williams. Um, I am a United States Navy veteran. Um, I've, I am a female African-American barber that owns a barbershop in Paula's Island, South Carolina, by the name of Tamika's Clip Joint. Um, I've been in the hair industry for 18 years. I've owned this barbershop for a little bit over two years. I have three kids, uh, Tamia, Anthony, and Corinne. I have one grandbaby, Alani, one uh, son-in-law, Cortez, and I have my little doggy, Waffles. And, um, uh, well, I mean, haircutting is my, is my passion. That's my therapy. So, um, that's about it. That's what's up. Now it's funny. The listening audience cannot see you, but I can, uh, during this recording. And when you say, uh, haircutting is my, uh, my therapy, I, your face lights up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and being a customer of yours, I know I can tell that, you're comfortable. You're in your little, your happy place, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that's just that's that's an awesome thing to see for me. Uh, that's an awesome thing to see. Um, so two things, two things. Number one, thank you for your service, man. I I, I I thank you for your service. We have that in common. I'm I'm a veteran as well. I served in the United States Army. Uh, number two, waffles. Tell tell me about that name. <laughs> tell me about that name. That's that's that is unique. Tell me about that. Well, we bought, we bought, we have a miniature schnauzer and uh, we bought him when he was uh, about eight weeks. He was eight weeks when we got him. And uh, when he was first born with the breeder, she was asking us, uh, you know, what name we wanted to give him so she could start calling him so he can get used to the name. So Mm. it's originally supposed to be my daughter's, my youngest daughter, um, dog, which he's more attached to me, but I asked her what she wanted to name him. She was like, um, 
I think I'm just call him waffles. But he's not brown. He's black. <laughs> so I don't know where she got that name from. So but right. I had a client when I told her we were talking about dogs and I told her that my dog name is Waffles. She ended up calling her son because she told her son he could name his dog Waffles. Wow. So unless he hasn't named it no, a dog. That is, I'm telling you, that is unique. <laughs> that, that is unique. I was like, oh, man, that's what's up. That's crazy. Tell, tell us a little bit about your 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 time in service uh, in the military, um, if you don't mind. Okay, well, um, uh, well, I really wasn't planning on going to the military. That was like not even. I have no military family members. I, m- I might have like a. I think I have an uncle that was in Vietnam, but that was wasn't like he was drafted, so he was. It wasn't like an option. Right. So um, I wasn't really planning on going, but I had a best friend that. Uh, she was really smart, but she just got in a lot of trouble and her mom just told her like she needed to do something and she had to do something. So she, me being her best friend, she was like, I think I'm gonna have to just go in the military. So I think we should go in on a buddy system. So she was, I was like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I am not built for this. So, Mm -hmm. but for her, I was willing to do it. So she was like, let's go in the Marines because I like their uniform. I'm like, no, we're not built for the Marines. Right. right, So We ended up in the Navy and she ended up going before me because my height and my weight did not add up. Okay. Okay. They told me I needed like four more pounds and I never gained it. So they had to waive it. But I'm extremely happy that I did go because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I graduated from high school. And that taught me a lot of structure and it matured me a whole lot. And I'm forever thankful for the military I mean, just just me as a person. It built me as a person. Yeah, it definitely built me as a person. Yeah, we uh, we had again, we have that comment, uh, too. You know, when I went to college initially, I went on a football scholarship uh, to Newberry College in upstate South Carolina. Uh, uh-huh. And I was there two years. Um, that's my I met my wife there. But. Outside of meeting my wife, I didn't do nothing I was supposed to do. I played football, played a lot of football, but I, you know, it was like, I, I, I didn't take full advantage of my opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Didn't, didn't realize the urgency of an education, didn't really take it seriously. And so again, I, I'm like you, I'm like, eh, never planned on going in the military, but I knew at the time I needed to get, I needed structure, you know what I'm saying? And I needed to get my life together. Best decision I ever made. Best decision I ever made. So I'm with you on that. Uh, here on Safe Conversations, we talk about a lot of things, uh, uh-huh. different perspectives. Uh, again, like like I talked about in the intro, with you know, hoping that people can somehow find a way to come together, realize what we do have in common. Um, I've had the opportunity to be your customer, and I enjoy, I'm telling you, I enjoy every time I walk into your shop. And one of the things that's always intrigued me most is the fact that. You serve everybody, you know what I'm saying? White, black, old, young, gay, straight. It doesn't matter. I I see this with my own eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I watch all different types of people walk through the doors of your business and everybody seems to feel comfortable and at home, you know? And so my question to you is (laughs) how, how, how did that happen? Because me growing up being African American man, you know, growing up, as we would say in the hood, in my hood back in the day, we had black barbers. 
You know what I'm saying? We all we had were black barbers, and, and all you see pretty much saw walk through the door were, were black people. You know what I'm saying? So how how did it happen? Was it was it organically or did you work hard to create the space for everybody? Well, to tell you the truth, I think part of it is organic because when I first started working there, um, we didn't get a whole lot of blacks in there. We definitely didn't. But we got a whole lot of, you know, old white, young white, you know, we got we got a few blacks, we got kids, everybody. So we didn't get a whole lot of blacks in there, but now we get a whole lot of African-American people coming through the door. But it's just, I think it kind of goes back to the military once again. My elementary school, my middle school, and my high school was 100% black. Mm -hmm. 100% black. But when I went into the military, it was like a total shock. It was like, I mean, I had people from everywhere, but I saw people for people, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And I, and the girl, the, the girls that I have there, the barbers that I have there, they're, they're the same way I am, which is really good because that makes everybody feel welcome. Yeah. So I think part of it, and that barbershop has been there for 30 years. So people know that barbershop is there. Oh, wow. Okay. They know it's there. Yeah. And I'm the third owner, but what, I mean, when I first started working there, it was predominantly whites that was walking through the door, but that's how I started too. I started in a chain salon where it was mainly whites mm -hmm. uh, that, um, that came through the door. Okay. And I mean, I, I was just, it, I just see people for people and, and I make people feel comfortable. I just be myself. And mm -hmm. I tell the girls, just be yourself. Yeah. Because if you be yourself, they just see you, see you for who you are. That's right. So and I and a lot of people, you know, I get a lot of a lot of um people congratulating me and they glad that I took over because I, you know, I just see people for people. I just love people, but I see people for people, you know, and I, I, I look past the outside. Right. I look past the outside. Yeah. And that's and, and, and you know what's funny is people can say that now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we, both, we, we know people. Hey, no, yeah, right. I don't see no color. I look past. Right. It. But we know it ain't true. You know what I'm saying? But action is different. Boom. Boom. Action I think is different. Fred Hammonds, Fred Hammonds had a song. I love this song. Uh, it's not what you say is what you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that you can't, authenticity is one thing that you, you can't, you, I mean, you can see through everything else. If someone right. is keeping it real and they being they say and they truly see people as humanity, mm -hmm. you can't hide that. And I'm telling you, nope. real for real, I feel it every time I walk in. I'll be sitting there like, man, this is this is pretty dope. Everybody is there, and it's almost like, for me, in your shop, a time. It's like your shop is a time machine, right? Right. And I'm sitting up in there. Time stops when I walk in the door, right? So what I mean is, is if I'm playing basketball. It's like somebody calling a timeout, right? Right. Mm -hmm. No drama, no CNN, no, no. news, you know no. what I'm saying? A little no. laughter, some soft rock, or some old school R&B music. I mean, it's truly an atmosphere where people can forget about some of the everyday noise in, B in BS, honestly, for a little right. while. Yeah. That part, was that part by design? Because again, there's no, you know, a lot of barbershops, there's no big screen where either news is playing or this is playing is just soft rock 
in old school R&B. Was that by design? I mean, to really create that atmosphere? That is definitely by design. Okay. That is definitely by design. But it's just, it's just, yeah, it's that. Now, that part is definitely organic. Like, because, I mean, I think my energy kind of, they feed off my energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, without me even, I guess my demeanor and my energy just kind of feed off. So, you know, if I'm upbeat, they upbeat, you right, know? Right. But it's just, it, it is not that I try to be upbeat, mm -hmm. but that's my happy place. So, if I'm happy, they they're happy because that's my happy place. I'm 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 happy in that place. Yeah, like yeah, I said, it, happy it, it shows, man. And it's a it's a great um great atmosphere. Again, I you know that's why I love coming in there um, because it ain't it ain't fake. You know what I'm saying? No. In a few things, something a lot of things bring people together, and everybody got to get a haircut at some point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Good music, right? Mm -hmm. And and just re in real people. So congratulations on that. That's that's pretty Thank dope. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, being an entrepreneur in an industry, you 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 hit on it earlier in an industry that has traditionally and historically been dominated by men, right? Mm -hmm. Were you intentional about having an all female staff, and did you face any challenges early on, or even still facing challenges now because of? It? Well. It wasn't intentionally to have all females, but um, we had a few males that, um, well, the last guy we had, he just needed to, he wanted to work somewhere that was closer to his house, which he lived in North Myrtle Beach. And he was always hitting traffic in the morning and we get off at five. So it was hitting traffic going. So it was just, you know, but we had, we had, it wasn't intentional to have all females. It just so happened to be all females. Yeah. But, and this it's very rare that you can get a whole lot of females working together and the vibe is just there. Like I'm almost scared to hire anybody else. I need a, I need a part-time person, but I swear I'm yeah. so scared that yeah. if I bring one person in that it's just going to mess up the vibe. It's just like, we are like, we understand people have like days and we leave them alone. You know, mm -hmm. we leave them alone, but we understand we have an understanding and you know, it's just the, the, the vibe between the chemistry between us five ladies is like like magical. It's I've I've never been in a in a in all, all of my years of cutting hair, I've never been in a situation where it was a lot of females, which most of the places were mainly females, <laughs> and it was no bickering. Right. We don't we don't really I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but it is it's happening. And I, I thank God for it, I swear. <laughs> hey, I you know, so you know when you were talking about, you know what, we, we need to talk part-time person and this, listen, I don't know. I'm like you, right? I don't know what it is. But leave it. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch it. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm telling you, the vibe and the flow is real. You don't, you know how you can walk in a room and you can feel tension. And, and we're all yeah. human. We're all human, right? Mm -hmm. So we have our ups and downs, our ebbs and flows, our bad days. But I'm telling you, I don't know. It just, I don't know, man. I can't even, I, I don't know. I can't even put my hand on it, but it just flows. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it feels good. I'm telling you. So, you know, whatever you doing, whatever y'all doing, I, I honestly believe, and you referenced God, so I know you're a believer, but Lord works in mysterious ways. You know what yes. I'm saying? And and He's he's got you uh, uh, set up in a situation to where 
number one, you 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 you're in your happy place. Things are good, and it, it's and you got a good team in place, man. And that is, I'm telling you, that is that is real. I sit there and I watch. There's no there's no bickering over customers. Oh. I mean, people come in and it just it just flows, and that's and that's a, be a beautiful thing. But at the same time, let's not sleep on the fact that it says a lot about the leadership. You know what I'm saying? You were in the military. You understand the structure. It, it says about, you know, the leader set the tone and you definitely set the tone. You know what I'm saying? Um, you're easy, not in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? But right. you take it as it comes. And one thing I've noticed about you is if you're invited to the party, I give you an invitation to the party. Tamik, I want you to come to the party. When you get there, you ain't going to be Tawana. You're going to be Tamika. You, exactly right. you know what I'm saying? And I always tell people, look, people will accept you for who you are. So be the person that was invited to the party. You don't yeah. have to wear a mask. You don't have to do this. You don't have, just, just show up as you are. So I'm telling you, much love and respect on that, man. Uh, again, I don't know what y'all do across there. <laughs> keep keep on doing it. Don't stop. Thank it's, you. Thank it's pretty you. dope. It's pretty dope. Thank you. <laughs> so in your profession, mm -hmm. I can imagine uh, that you wear many, many, many hats, right? Counselor, therapist, teacher, preacher, a listening ear, and I'm sure the list goes on and on. How can someone take that positive energy that flows through your shop, like we just finished talking about, and spread it across the globe through our communities, through, through other barbershops, through government? I mean, you know what I'm saying? If we can get it, if you can get that right mix on your level in your space, uh -huh. how can we share that across the globe? Because it's almost like we complicate things, right? Obviously, like I talked about, you know, with your shop, it's like home base where nobody's worrying about the foolishness. You know, you, you're sitting and you're waiting and you, and you catch yourself tapping your foot. Oh, I know that song. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, right. it's like a home base type of situation. So if we can get it right on this level, how can we get it right on a, on a, on a global? You know what I'm saying? I always look at it like I went through a little, not a little situation, but I encountered a situation to where um, I was managing a chain salon and we had an art director and she was, was the one that came in and uh, you know, she showed us all of the new haircuts and stuff like that. So one day she was there and, um, and this, this just gave me a different outlook on things because I was a new manager, you know, I well, didn't know much about, you know, managing, you know, so she came in and then we had a lady that came in, a heavyset lady that came in. So she came in, signed in or whatever, went to the bathroom, you know, we signed her, she went to the bathroom. So the art director had, we have a client in the chair and she's showing us all the, you know, so she got done all the new haircuts. So she's, you know, we realized that this lady was still in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I was like, did she ever come out of the bathroom? Because it was her, it was her turn. Right. So the art director was like, let me go and check on her. So she went in the back, check on her. She knocked on the door. She was like, are you okay? And the girl was like, oh, yes, I'm I'm about to come out. So we still waited. It took her about 10, about five or 10 more minutes to come out. So she came out and she looked like she was crying. Hmm. So the art director, actually, she was like, she pulled in the office. She was like, you guys, y'all take the rest of the, you know, if any clients come in, y'all, y'all take them and I'm going to talk to her. So she talked to her in the office. She came out. And so she ended up putting her in a chair and she cut the girl hair herself. Mm -hmm. So she was just cutting the girl hair, talking, talking, talking. So the girl felt good. She felt good. She left. 
she wrote a letter to corporate to thank that art director because she came in that barbershop to get to to get her hair cut so she can look good because she was going home to kill herself. When I saw that, everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That just, oh my God. That just gave me a different outlook on life. Only because you never know what people are going through. You know? So if somebody come in that in that door and they're not having a good day, you know, I'll talk, I'll, you know, I'll try to get it. I'll talk to you, but if, you know, I'll, I'll give you your space, but I'll talk to you. I'll try to talk you out of that dark space. Cause you just never know what people are going through. And I had a client like that. He was going through a divorce too, but he was just so shorthanded with me. Every time I would cut his hair, I was like, is that okay? He was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But he kept coming to me. Now we're like the best of friends. He was going through a bad, a bad divorce. You just never know what people are going through. So I just treat people how I would want to be treated, which is I just be myself. Just you just never know what the next person is going to going through. Just because somebody snaps at you, I understand our natural reflexes to snap back, but you just never know what that person is going through. You know, so I just kind of like I always see the bigger picture before I lash out or before I, you know, make any sudden moves or sudden, you know, say anything crazy before I do anything. So I just try to look at the bigger picture. My mind always go back to that every time. Yeah. Every single time. That's that's so that's and I coach my girls the same way. I had told them that I, I t- well, two of the girls in there, they were actually at the salon when that happened. Mm-hmm. So they know. And I always tell them, you just never know what somebody's going through. You just never know. Yeah. Just give them a chance. You never know. Wow. So that is, uh, you know, a- as you were telling me that sharing that story with me, I could hear you. You almost choked up. You know, well, almost, yeah. almost took me back. And yeah, almost took me back. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I caught a chill. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. something, something similar, something similar happened to me. You know, I spent 24 years in law enforcement. Was a police chief, and I had an officer call me one day. Um, that you know, I wasn't. I was, yeah, I was kind of over them. They was in my, you know, span of control, but I wasn't their direct supervisor. It was several layers in between us. Mm-hmm. And this officer told me that they were hooked on drugs. And, you know, I've, I've gotten some calls, trust and believe, you know what I'm saying? I've gotten some, in the middle of the night, I've gotten some calls. Oh, I know, I know. But that wasn't a call I ever expected to get, right? And this officer was suffering, asking for help. Uh, and, and it was, a, uh, you know, it was a prescription, a prescription type situation. Anyway, got the officer some help. Months later, you know, the officer bounced back. Everything was good. You know, uh, they called me back one day and I'm kind of looking at the phone. I'm scared to answer, you know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, I'm thinking I'm, I'm assuming something negative. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we, you know, relapse, whatever. 
And also just call to say, hey, thank you for what you did. So, of course, just like any other leader, and I think you would say the same thing. Well, I, I didn't really do nothing other than answer the phone, be there for you, point you in the right direction. And the officer said, nah, 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 nah. You don't understand. The day I called you, if you didn't answer the phone, I was going to take my life. Okay. If you didn't give me the answers that I needed, I was going to take my life. Right. And so as you were talking about your situation and you took that, I, I relived that just that quick because it's so similar. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The, the, the person went on to say the only reason that I even bothered to call you was because you never seemed like you having a bad day. That is what they said to me. And do you know, just like you, that moment, really, I thought I was a good leader up until then, but that moment made me better because just what you said, you never know never what know. people are going through. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and had I not been a person that was approachable, you know what I'm saying? He would have never called you. And and I may have been, I may have been, I might have been the last ditch effort. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just don't know what would have happened. So I'm with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know. And and I think what you talked about, y'all could have easily been mad. Man, what, what is the hell? What the hell is this lady doing in this bathroom? Right. Right. But like you said, man, we have to be slow. To judge and 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 I always I and I don't say I, I don't throw this word around, but I talk about this. We have to give people grace. You know what right. I'm saying? Because we don't know, like you said, what they were going through, whether it be a divorce, whether it be uh, I want to kill myself. We don't know, Tamika, if somebody was raised to hate white people or black people. Right? That's true. All we all we see is the remnants of how they act. We don't know if they were raised that way their whole life. Exactly right. And you know, and we all come from different places. So knowing that we have everybody, we gotta give people a little bit of grace. But I believe, my belief is that in order for us to give people grace, we have to give it to ourselves first. Right. We can walk around here acting like we ain't a hot mess, low key, if we wanna. <laughs> Everybody, right. you know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Everybody got a little piece of something going on. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So we we got to learn how to forgive ourselves, man. And, but we definitely have to give other people grace because, like you said, you never know what mm -hmm. people are going through. So, again, you know, I can't say enough about, uh, you know, the, the climate. You know what I'm saying? I can't mm -hmm. say enough about your leadership. I can't say enough about you know, who you are as a person in that easy spirit, you know what I'm saying? The spirit that'll make somebody say, hey, you know, Tamika, I, I ain't, oh man, I'm sorry, but I just ain't feeling it today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because what you got is contagious and it's all up in your shop. I'm telling you, it's all up in your shop. <laughs> I hope, I hope, how many, how many, how many barbers do you have in your shop? It's five of us total. Five, okay. So I hope all five of y'all get an opportunity to listen to this episode because I'm telling you, it, it, it's something that, you know, we, we walk around, it's easy to, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, it's easy to get caught up in the everyday grind of, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, it's easy. Yeah. Yes. I've learned during my career that sometimes you got to stop and smell the roses, you know what I'm saying? And appreciate it sure. and understand what you have. And so yeah. I hope, 
if only five, if only five people listen to this podcast, I hope it's, I hope it's the five of y'all. I hope y'all sit down, drink some wine, or do whatever, and listen together because it's it's a credit to what y'all do in in the atmosphere yes. that y'all create. For real, much respect on that. Thank you. So listen, I started doing something new on my podcast. I don't even no. know why. I, I just always try. You know, I normally try to give people a question that they could, you know, that kind of hit close to home that they could really think about that I call a curveball. But I kind of stopped doing that. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to have fun with it. And I'm going to start letting people ask me at least one question. And so that's how we're going to end the show uh, tonight. I did it last week. We're going to do it again this week. So I've been running my mouth and asking all the questions. <laughs> now it's your turn. Like, and I got to tell I got to say this. I got to say this. Uh, shout out <laughs> to your barber, Frida, right? Shout out, yes. to you, right? <laughs> I had an I had an opportunity to uh, months ago uh, talk to a group of entrepreneurs, right? And you were there, Frida was there, and you know I was kind of giving Frida a hard time, right? Because I felt like <laughs> wasn't quite coming out of her shell, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. pushing, she, her. I'm pushing she, it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but I could see, you know, what I'm saying I could feel and and, and see, you know, powerful lady powerful lady right oh yeah so it was funny when i came the first time i came in your shop right <laughs> i sat in the chair <laughs> you know well when i walked the door let me back up. when i walked to the door she says it's the weights i said yes ma'am what you doing here <laughs> I, said, I said well if it's okay with you i came to get a haircut oh okay. come on over so i sat down in the chair and she said she leaned over my ear. She said, you in my classroom now. <laughs> and let me tell you, did you hear it that day? I did hear it. Listen, that thing, I, I couldn't stop. I laughed for the whole 20 minutes. She was cutting my, I could not stop laughing. It oh, was, man. It was so, so, so funny. But oh, again, <laughs> here's your opportunity to, to take your shot, shoot your shot, ask me any question you want, and I'll do the best I can to answer. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. With you being in law enforcement and like, you know, because it's kind of hard that transition back mm -hmm. to civilian life. Yeah, yeah. How was that transition? Because like when I got out of the military, I was lost. Mm -hmm. When I say lost, I was yeah. lost because I, I for nine years, I was marching. I was moving to bells and whistles. Yeah. And yeah. commands and, and that yeah. transition was not easy. So yeah. you've been in it longer than I have, like with law enforcement and the military. So how was that tr that transition back to civilian life? Like just it, trying to not trying to, because you know sometimes you you're in that police mode, you know, and it's kind of hard not to. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to trans transform over. Yeah, that's a real good question. That is a that is a really really good question. Um, you sure you don't work for CNN or Fox? That's that was, that was no, no, I didn't know they don't want me on there. No, I don't want no parts. <laughs> but listen, for real, for real, we we talked earlier about, and I know you know uh, God is a God that doesn't make mistakes. He is a God that does not make mistakes, and um, and you may not notice, but you know I had a I had a uh, I suffered a back injury in the military, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and dealt with it for years, dealt with it for years, back and forth with the VA, 
dealt with it for years in law enforcement. Uh, honestly, suffering in silence every day. Never said that. Back and forth to the V. Didn't even really say much to my wife until I had to. Until I had to. And so when I when I had to, uh, was when it got to the point to where I I couldn't take the pain anymore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it was it was really that bad and. And so I had to make a decision and the decision was, okay, I need, I need to, you know, the VA, not to bash the VA, but the VA just didn't seem like it was, it was moving. They out. move when they, yeah, they move. Okay. How they move. <laughs> so, you know, I had someone uh, in, in along the way say, Hey, Kevin um, was actually my, my VA rep. They said, you need to go to your own, you need to go see your own doctor. So I finally did. Um, he does the MRI immediately. Um, I remember sitting there with him. He, he said, okay, I want you to look at this and tell me what you see. This is your spine. He said, you look and tell me what you see. So I'm looking from top to bottom. I'm looking at the top of my spine. I'm going down, I'm going down, I'm going down. And at the bottom, I said, well, what's, what's that right there? He said, what do you mean? I said, it, it looks like something's missing. That's what I said. I, I said, it looks like he said something is missing. He said, your L4 and your L5 are gone. Oh, and it God. was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what was causing me that pain. Over time, there was no L4 and L5. And so I said, well, what do you have to do? And he said, well, I can I can fix it. You know, I got to go and he explained the surgery. He said, you know, I have to put in a couple of discs and, you know, do this and do that. I said, well, let me ask you this. I said, I've never been put to sleep. Uh, you know, I've never had a broken bone. I've never, you know, I don't even want to be here right now. Trust and believe I'm here because I'm in pain. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even right. want to be there. I said, well, how long will I be down? Because I was concerned. I, I don't want to be out of work long. And this, I've never, I've never been out like that. And he said, right. He said, uh, two months, month and a half, two months, you'll be back to normal. I said, what, how will I be limited? What, what, what won't I be able to do? He said, nah. He said, listen, I can, I can go in and I can fix this. I said, okay. He said, you want to get with the uh, my, my, my technician and, and look at the calendar? I said, no. When can you do it? That's how much pain I was in. I was like, when can you do it? Like, give me your next available. And he did. And so... Um, he said, what? it was funny. He's like, what is your main concern? I said, going to sleep. I said, I've never been put to sleep before, man. I, I, and he laughed at me. He said, listen, let me tell you something. That's the least worry. He said, you will have the best sleep you ever had. He said, no, no. He said, from the time you go to sleep, you got four or five people right on you. Every, he said, I assure you, everything's going to be fine. So I remember that day me and my wife showed up. Uh, I remember, you know, getting there. I really, I'm, 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 I'm a very determined person, right? And when mm -hmm. I make my mind up, there ain't no going back. Once my mind, once I make my mind up, yeah. right. So I get there. I wasn't really nervous. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like, okay, let's let's go, let's go. So I remember a lady came in. This was so funny. She came in, and she was holding the needle in her hand, like she was trying to hide it when she walked in the room. Hello, good morning. And I'm sitting there like, okay, lady, I'm the police. You know, so I pay attention to everything. I see you, right? <laughs> So, so I'm like, oh, you the needle lady. Why are you, you trying to hide the needle? What you trying to hide? She said, no, <laughs> right. I'm just going to give you something to make you comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, she gave me the shot in the IV. We going down the hall. All I remember Tamika is saying, 
hey, good morning. How are you? I mean, I'm on the bed, right? <laughs> on the way to surgery, passing people. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. You know, <laughs> and after that, I was waking up. I was waking up. I woke up and, and the pain that I had was different. You know what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't the pain that I have. It was you know, the pain from, from having 14 staples in my back, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and but it was long story short, the time, and I'm telling you, asked an awesome question. The time that I spent recovering mm -hmm. helped me understand that there was life after law enforcement for me. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, God got to get you in a, in a little quiet space. Mm -hmm to sit your ass down, you know what I'm saying, to talk to you right. and deal with you. That's true. And that, <clears throat> that is what happened. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a, a quiet, it was a quiet space for me. You know what I'm saying? I had never had to sit down. I don't care if it was playing sports or going to, I, I had never had to sit down. And so having to sit down humbled me. It helped me realize that, okay, Kevin, and I always knew for me, I, I wasn't going to be in law enforcement my entire life. I, I knew that. I knew there was something else for me to do. Didn't quite know what it was. Didn't didn't know what that career path was going to be. But I knew, you know, I was going to do the best I could with what I had. And then I was going to move on. And so, but that time that it, it was almost like, uh, it's almost like the the internet or, or, or streaming, you know, sometimes you, you hit the button and that time in between it'll buffer. Right. I was buffering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In human form, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. buffering, you know what I'm saying? And getting ready. And so, uh, you know, I went through therapy, you know, I went back to work and, um, you know, one day I let everybody know, I say, I'm, I'm retiring. And everybody was like, what? You're doing what? You know what I'm saying? But I knew I was ready because that, again, that two months, a month and a half, two months that I had to myself, you know, and, and a lot happened, man. I'm telling you a lot. And, you know, not many people know. You asked the question and you open up the door to me to tell you <laughs> some stuff. One thing that happened was, you know, my daughter, she's an attorney, right? She was graduating from law school in Charleston. Mm -hmm. And I could not attend it. Oh, That part, that hurt me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had to watch it. I had to live stream and watch it. You know, everybody was there. I was at home because I was a week out of surgery. Wouldn't no way out. And I, up until I kept saying, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I couldn't go. I right. couldn't. So that happened. Um, the other thing was, excuse me. The other thing was, I understood for the first time what it meant. I'm telling you, you really asked the question and opened up the door for me to, uh, to you know, to keep it real and be transparent on this podcast, I experienced and felt a glimpse of what people going through addiction go through. I felt that. I had my back surgery and I had never again, I never had any major surgeries, surgeries been put to sleep. And of course I had to take hard, you know, pain, pain medication. Yes. To even sleep at night. Once everything wore off, Yo, them them fourteen staples was for real, and so never experienced that. So I'm I'm on this medication, and I get to the point to where I don't feel like myself no more. I don't feel like myself. I don't know if you ever experienced that, but I I, I knew 
I, everything was slow. And, and, and the way I am right now talking to you, I'm like, this all, and you know that I'm like, this all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like myself, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I woke up one day and I was like, no more. It's about two weeks, two weeks after surgery. I'm like, I, I'm done with this. Flushed everything down the toilet. Uh, asked my wife to get me some extra Tylenol. And uh, so I got that, started taking that. A couple of days went by. I woke up one night. Like somebody threw a bucket of water on me. Right? Middle of the uh -huh. night, I just woke up. Next day, I'm sitting around. Just got sick. Just got sick. Felt like my insides were coming out. Right? And I didn't even understand. I all this time I've been in law enforcement, all this time, you know, I, I, I worked in narcotics and been around different drugs and this and that. All this time, I never, I never understood, right? So I called my doctor and I said, hey, something's going on. I don't know what it is. This is how I'm feeling. And he said, Kevin, are you still taking your pain medication? And I said, no, nah, I had to stop. I said, I just didn't feel like myself. I he said, how long you stopped? I said about four or five days. And he said to me, your body's going through withdrawal. Oh, man. And I'm telling you, real talk, I I got a brand new understanding. And I don't know, man, it was like a humbling thing to, again, okay. working around it all that time, but mm -hmm. never fully understanding. What the people were going through. Addiction. So. Oh, yeah. That was real for me. So a lot happened in that two months. But to answer your question, I had that buffer, that buffering time where, where the Lord set me down and said, hey, let's get right. You, you've done your part. It's time to move on to the next step and do something else. So he prepared me to answer your question. I, and, and it wasn't and it wasn't hard. The transition wasn't. Hard. Yeah, that's good. I answered it. Man, awesome question. Well, listen, <laughs> hey, have you enjoyed our conversation? I did. I really did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Would you come back? I definitely will come back. Man, I, hey, I almost want to do a show where um, you and the girls in your shop come on like the five heartbeats or something. You know what I'm saying? And just we all, can get all five heartbeats. And we just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We just figure we it out. We can figure it out now. We can definitely figure it out. That, that'll be that'll be cool with me. Cool. That's cool well, with me. I'm pretty sure them girls will be cool with it too. Yeah, we can make that happen. But listen, tell everybody if they want to come and just experience not even just to get a haircut, but to experience what you got going on uh, in your shop. How can they get up with you? How, how can they find you? How can they, you know, get directions to come through? Well, we are located at 9243 Ocean Highway in Paula's Island, South Carolina, um, right off the highway. Or you can call 843-314-3545. Um, That's the shop number. <clears throat> or you can look at look us up. On Google, you can Google Clip Joint, or you could go on Instagram or Facebook at Tamika's Clip Joint. You'll find us, and we'll be right there waiting on you guys. That's what's up. Well, you heard it first from Tamika Clark Williams talking about Tamika's Clip Joint. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, having you on this this evening. We had an awesome conversation. I look forward to getting you and uh, the, the whole crew back on one day and just chopping it up. Uh, and so, everybody out there. You've listened to a, a new episode of Safe Conversations where we really chop it up and we just talk about stuff. Ain't no telling what's going to come out. Tamika got me all stirred up, got me talking about stuff I've never talked about. 
but but just being tra totally transparent, yeah, you know, that's right, that's right. And, and talking to real people, that is the impact. And it's the same impact that you have every day. Which that's is right. So I appreciate that. But until Thank next time, peace, everybody. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is hosted and produced by Kevin Waits, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcasts. Find Kevin Waits on Facebook at Kevin Waits and join the Safe Conversations group. Follow the Mino Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mino Line Media. Get the Mino Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.